Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our PrePT Grind platforms as well as your own PrePT Grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. All right, guys, here we are again from another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast here at SSPT Live, Clearwater Beach, Florida. Uh, As you know, this is where we help you decide, prepare, and transform into becoming not just the best DPT student, but the best future physical therapist you can be. So on this episode, I have a very, very special guest. Mm -hmm. I I should probably say future Dr. Todd. So we yeah, have yeah, I like future that. I like Dr. That. Adriana Todd on this episode. How are you liking the whole environment so far here at SSBT? So far, the environment has been absolutely spectacular. It really makes me want to be a physical therapist even more and take over my dad's empire and everything. But um, basically, yes, I do. I do. But everybody here is really kind. And it's crazy to see how like people who don't even know each other have come together just because of um, a job that they have and everything. So I really like that. And I like everybody's attitude. Everybody has a positive attitude. So that's probably the best thing about this whole entire SPT live. That's awesome. I love it. Now we also want to say that we have Mrs. Todd here. Uh, she, she's here. She's here to, to support, to support Adriana. But you know, she might have a few points to make. Some yeah, of the podcast. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But but we are like we're extremely happy to have both of you here. Um, this is amazing. Thank you. So, Adriana, you're 15, right? Yes. Oh my goodness! Already, like I, I think, man, how old was I when I locked into? I think I was 16. So I was like a year later than where you are right now. Yeah. So you're already like way ahead of the game, around so much more than most pre-PTs. Yes. So now, give us like, how did you even? Now, obviously, your dad's always been a PT, but yeah. just take us like the beginning. Like, when was the point that you were like, PT? done um you know i always had an idea that i wanted to be somewhere in the medical field because i absolutely love helping helping people and from elementary school i've always wanted to help people and everything but um the moment i decided i want to be a pt was when my dad was like starting out his businesses and everything and he was showing me how he does every single business. So he was showing me like his website designs and you know he was being dorky about it everything, <laughs> you know, dorking over it. But I thought it was really interesting and also like when people um someone came up to me and of course now I don't know their name, but um someone came up to me and they were like oh, your dad is such an inspiration. He changed my life. And people come up to me all the time and say that. And that moment when that person came up to me, it was like, yes, like, I want to be a PT. Like, that was it. So that's basically why. I really want to change people's lives. That's that's what I really want. That's amazing. So in PT, staying on that question, you know, maybe going to the clinic a few times, you know, seeing some online exercises. Do you have an idea on, like, what you might want to do in the future, like strictly like outpatient or have you explored into like some hospitals, some amputees and Um, crazy stuff? I kind of want to like, just like my dad, I kind of want to have my own clinic. Mm. I like that. Like he's able to monitor everything and the hospitals are a little bit more hectic in my opinion. Um, I've, 
been to like hospitals before and also because of being in the medical academy at school mm. they show us like everything in a hospital and it's not really what i want i'm not like good in that type of nature but the clinic is i feel like it's more comfortable than being like you know inside a hospital so i like it better so okay so, so so talk talk to other people that are your age that are even thinking about healthcare. What are what are some things that you found as you were saying? Okay, I've seen my dad as a physical therapist. I've seen yeah. a lot of the other physical therapists that he's around or that he's helped mentor. Like, what are some things that you could tell them to help figure out for themselves whether they should do PT or not? Um, definitely researching helped me a lot. Like researching the field and then finding other people who are inspirations. Like you know the YouTube and everything, the YouTube videos, um, YouTube channels of other physical therapists help so much to find out what you want to do. Like I have, of course, watched my dad, but there's also related videos to it. So. Um, definitely watching YouTube videos and then meeting other physical therapists helps the most. Mm. That helped a lot. Mm. So you're an entrepreneur <laughs> as well, and you're and you're 15. She's hustling. So yeah. what? Well, take <laughs> us back hustling. a little bit. Why did it start? How did it start? And then what would you tell other people your age, maybe dabbling into it, like, oh, that's too much work on the weekends, or I don't want to wake up early. What would you What would you say to them? Draw some fire on them. Um, you need to do something that you know will be successful like you need to do something that well first of all you need to do something you love and of course i love helping people so that's like my big thing that's why i love the medical field so much compared to other fields but you need to do um something that you know is going to bring success like not something that is just like an idea like you need to know what you really want to do with your life and being somewhere in that field especially physical therapy it's such a strong field and it's like growing every single day so it helps a lot so um not waking up in the mornings that's not like a good excuse like we wake up in the morning every single day to go to school and we're required to go to school so waking up to actually do something you love and something that's successful is just a small price to pre like pay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's all i would say is that those little factors that affect us so much it's just only a small price that we have to pay for a successful career. And what are the you know, endeavors you're doing now if That's you know, 15 know. Yeah, you know, exactly. people are listening? Like, what are the things I'm doing, yeah. basically? Um, basically, right now, I'm trying to go more into the business aspect of it. So I'm trying to start, like, you know, different businesses. Like, a few years ago, I started a different business. It was kind of like, you know, the slime. slime. Yeah, the slime. I know it sounds silly, but it helped a lot. And it helped me show business aspects and everything. But um, mostly right now, I'm just trying to start my own, like, mini business on the YouTube and everything and Instagram. And that's basically what I'm doing. Um, the medical academy at my school and I go into social media, I did a social media class, those helped a lot to show me the business aspects of different types of careers and everything. So that's basically what activities I've been doing. Um, and I joined a club, like this business club. Too. So clearly she's a boss, right? <laughs> now, 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 here, what was I doing after she was just, A few minutes ago, she was just talking about like waking up early and just that being yeah. a small price to pay. Tell them how early you get up to okay. do your workouts. Um, to in the morning, I, I get up at how, five a.m. Look at that. To get to, <laughs> to work out, 
um, I started doing that like you know like two months ago and it was hard in the beginning but it's totally worth it now compared to like I used to complain about it every single morning to my father actually because he wakes up early just as early as I do even earlier but um, it's worth it now like all like the being tired and everything it was definitely worth it so so I mean I know this is a rhetorical question, but is is it even is it ever too early to start building out your your career and everything you want? It's it's literally never too early. No, because she's doing you have it right to now. Do it now, yeah. You can do it from even younger ages mm-hmm. as long as you have the mindset for it. You can do it. So. So using that, you know, that <laughs> entrepreneur mindset, the things you've started, knowing everything, uh, then applying to PT school, you know years you know to come can you see yourself using what you've learned on you know that aspect you know on the entrepreneur side throwing stuff on your resume stacking knowledge you know stacking relationships with all these great physical therapists here basically how do you see yourself using that when you eventually apply to PT school it it definitely helps because it gives you a different type of aspect like at first you're just like oh i just want to do this but you don't exactly know what all the work that is put into it so when you're here and you're around other physical therapists and they tell you their stories and everything even though i'm such a young kid and people think like oh she might not understand this or something they tell me anyway and it helps so much like especially when you're trying to get into a certain career people are like oh um you have to do this and that but seeing actual people's stories and hearing different stories it helps you know what to do and what not to do so what you're saying is that listening to other individuals having mentors or just having people around you that have made the mistakes or yeah. have succeeded in whatever you're aiming for it speeds up the process for you because yes, you're learning does. in real time all the things that took them a lot longer to yeah. do is what you're saying all the decisions that you that they made that was wrong you know not to do and it helps and even when you're mentoring other people that helps a lot so like telling them the wrong decisions it'll block out their mindset be like oh i'm not going to do that because i don't want that to happen to me and they can make their own wrong decisions is this your first podcast ever (laughs) yeah well i mean my dad did one a long time ago fire for her second podcast i'm sorry oh my goodness is it okay if i ask you a question mrs todd it's a it's a really easy one. I promise. I promise. Okay. What, what I want to know is for you, for you as as Adriana's mother, and obviously a mother of four, just seeing your kids start to realize what where their passions lie, what they want to do, and especially her being your firstborn, right. just kind of watching this growth process. What's it like for you as a mother? Um, I'm just amazed that at 15 she you know has the focus that she does and the discipline um she's you know very very driven mini version of her dad (laughs) um i don't remember at 15 um you know being that focused and knowing what i wanted to do like i i knew i would you know i wanted to help people just like she did but um i couldn't tell you what i wanted to do at 15 like she can and Honestly, um, I think she's been saying she wants to do it now for about two, three years. Yeah, so, it's been a while. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm still amazed that she hasn't changed her mind. I know, she, me too. Because <laughs> I know I pretty much changed my mind a few times. <laughs> um, but I feel proud, you know. I it, it, it makes you feel good as a parent to know that you must be doing something right to, you know, that you have kids that... Um, 
you've been given their lives and you're trying to make an impact, but at the same time, you're just really trying to survive each day. You know, when you have four, you're just like, okay, if I could just make it through this day, I hope that, um, you know, something good is coming out of what I'm doing that they can see you're, you're, you're putting in the work for them and you're hoping that you can mold them and guide them and say like, listen, you know, I have done this. Like, um, her dad and I, we always tell them we've done this and we're hoping that you don't make the same mistake that we've done. And because we've done it before, we're trying to help like steer you away from it. But it's okay if you make mistakes because you have to. You have to make your own mistakes so that, you know, you can grow from it. You can learn and grow and be better. And so to kind of see it, you know, come in, in <laughs> her and and even the others, you know, like, um, not Aiden yet, but, <laughs> but the, the other two older ones and her, um, you know, it's, it's to me, um, I mean, I just... I'm I'm just amazed that something's actually working and and I'm proud of her. That's amazing. What does it mean to her siblings too though? Just because I mean she's the first one. And so just for her to, you know, start, you know, finding what she's passionate about. It just so happens to be what her father's passionate about. <laughs> yes. uh, but but just like what does that do for the siblings as they see her, you know, transform into this, you know, future professional? Um, I think it definitely helps them to stay focused too. Um, you know, I think our family on a whole, we're a little bit competitive. Yeah. <laughs> um, friendly, yeah, friendly competition between each other, <laughs> between the siblings. But um, they, they all just have their own individual personalities and what they want to do. And they're not afraid um, to work for it because they've always seen their dad and their mom work for whatever you know like nothing was handed to us or given to us so um they've she's lived through most of the downs you know the ups and downs so she out of all of them um she knows all the stories and um we've put a lot of pressure on her i think <laughs> to to pave the way i mean i'm a firstborn myself so i know what that's like um and you know, coming from an immigrant family, and she's had to learn that as well. Um, it's it's a you know, it's a blessing to be the firstborn and to kind of, I mean, sometimes it seems like it's 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 difficult, but um, I think it is a blessing to 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 be given that ability to help guide your siblings, you know, and to make an impact on their lives as well, that they can be proud of you and that you can be proud that you instill something. And as a mom, I feel like that was like one of my biggest um, lesson that I had to help with my siblings and it helped me to become a better mom. So um, I think it definitely will help her and has already. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> now, now being there in the down times, and you know, of course, you were younger. Yeah, that, was, but is yeah. there any you know lessons that they've either you know reminded you from that time or told you that really stuck out to you that you take with you now? Um, I mean, they, you know, on long car rides, we start talking about our family and everything, and they'll bring up times where it was like, oh, we don't know if we want to do this, like, um, 
we want to quit. Like, you know, like there was like times where it's like, okay, this is too much for us to handle on and everything. Um, I can't, I mean, a lot don't come up to my head and stuff, but mostly all that the lesson was is that um, basically that we just need to listen to what happened with their mistakes and that if we make our own mistakes, it doesn't, it might affect us in that moment, but it will help us in the future to know what not to do. So their mistakes and even making our own mistakes has definitely helped us. Learning from experiences, right? Yeah, oh, that's what that this is, is all that's really the been biggest about. thing. That's the oh biggest thing. God. It helps ex- the most. Experience is like expensive. You can't really buy it. Yeah. There's no price on it. Yeah. So if you can tap into experience, mm-hmm. how much further, how much money, how much time, how much grief, it's just it's just amazing yeah. to tap into the people who are around us. So if we can have those stories, if we can have the stories that we've heard from now. Hence why you're on this podcast. <laughs> Hence why you have businesses and YouTube channels. So, yeah. so it's amazing. Anything you're like looking forward to, excited about, maybe scared about for PT school or the PT profession? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to this. This whole entire thing. Like, nice. I want this. Like, that's what I really want. Like, seeing this, it makes me want to do it even more because it's so amazing. Um, everybody here is amazing. I want this. Like, I just want Ooh, all this. Say it again. And say that's it. it. I want this. Yeah, that's the title of podcast. That's the title. There's some stuff that scared me, like, seeing my dad and stuff. Like, there's some moments where he's like, okay, I just, I can't anymore. Like, this is too much. But those moments scare me because... I know how I am, and it's hard for me to make um, mistakes and then come back up from it. I try to, and I usually do succeed, but it's hard for me. Like, it makes me just want to stop it all right then and there. And, I mean, I have made, like, the same mistakes my dad has because, of course, he has a big business and stuff. But the mistakes I make in school or how I make with friendships or relationships or anything like that, those those scare me. Those scare me the most. To be that intuitive to even understand that already sets you up for success. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we have we have a guest. <laughs> we have another guest. <laughs> another guest who will be asking our next question. Um, his name is Paul Ochieng. Um, he is coming all the way from the state of Michigan down here in Florida for the weekend. Paul has a question for you, Adriana, and so I'm going to let him ask it. Cool? Hi. So my question to you was, what is the one best thing, being who you are, all the while your parents are who they are? The best thing about being who I am is that I get to be different than my parents, and that's a really big thing. Like, I don't have to, I don't want to be the exact same as them. They're amazing, but I want to be my own person. Like, I want people to remember me, like, my name's Adriana Todd, not like Greg Todd's daughter or Carrie Todd's daughter. Like, I want them to know that my name was Adriana Todd. Yeah. 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 That was my big thing. So, you want them to say, that's Adriana's dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what I want. Uh-huh. I really do oh want that. But <laughs> my parents are their own separate people, yes. and I am my own separate person. So even though I learned from them, I'm not going to be exactly like them. So that's what makes me so different from them than who I am. I want to be a certain person, but sometimes I have to, you know, 
know who I really am inside. Like, I want to be this spectacular person, but I can't copy exactly everything they're doing because then I wouldn't be my own person. So that wouldn't work. So, um, yeah, it is hard, but, you know, as long as you keep in touch with yourself, that's all you really need. Boom. What a question. That's a good question. So, who is Adriana Zanetad? Well, Adriana Zanetad is a person who is curious and she wants to observe everything but she's also a go-getter she's not scared to do something she makes her own decisions and she doesn't sometimes she doesn't care what other people think and that's a good thing and sometimes it could bite her back in the butt but <laughs> it works so that's adrian's and Atos. because i'm simply truly curious so being who you want to be and who you are how does that affect how does that affect like how your siblings look up to you because obviously you're the I'm a firstborn he's a firstborn I'm not sure but he's a middle child <laughs> they're loved they are equally as important but um being a firstborn and being who you're trying to be because obviously your parents are 100% amazing you're 100% amazing so how do you think that affects one how you lead your siblings and two how your siblings follow your charge do you, do you do you get the difference between the two like how you lead your siblings, meaning everything you're doing, they're looking up to, but you intentionally do this, you intentionally do that, you intentionally wake up at five, you know? And then how they almost react to that or act on that. Do they start waking up at five? Do they start doing what you're doing to like level themselves up, right? Do they, so essentially what I'm asking is like, are they also trying to create that separation between who their parents are and who they want to be? Um, yeah, they definitely are trying to separate themselves. Like, they all have the same mindset as me, basically, that we want what we want. And, I mean, like, even sometimes they might not get up at five or do those certain types of things, but they still will do stuff after school, like going to clubs or something or, like, you know, um, basically they understand what they want, and that's really important. So I think when they see me and my parents were doing... Um, all this good stuff and impacting and everything I think it does show them and we might not be like sometimes we're intentionally trying to teach them something they do get it like they're smart enough to the fact where they're like okay yep I want that too so you can ask any one of them any one of my siblings and they'll be like yes that's what I want like I want to do this job I want to do that so even if they don't get up at five sometimes and they don't do the same exact stuff as me they still know what they want Adriana, hey, if you were to go back and let's say we pulled in, let's say through those doors, 10-year-old Adriana walks in and sits down right next to you. What is one thing you would tell? This is a surprise question, by the way. Yeah. Okay. What is one thing you would tell 10-year-old Adriana now? Because right now you're at a point where you've figured it out. Yeah. You know that you want this. You've seen what it looks like on the other side. Obviously, your parents have done a very good job of showing you everything that they have done mm -hmm. to create that for you and everything. So what would you tell the 10-year-old Adriana as she is nearing where you currently are? I would tell her to not listen to the negative people because mm. that was a huge thing. Some people don't hear that. <laughs> to not listen to the negative people mm -hmm. because Mercy. there's so many people that like they were being so you would tell them about your goals and your aspirations and everything yeah. and they would be like, "Oh, you can't do that." And they'll say it in like a joking way, but really 
they don't. Yeah. They don't mean that. Like, they mean what they said when they said you can't do it. And that hurts. And you're like, okay, I can't do this. And then you start telling yourself that. And then it starts affecting your mindset and everything. And as a 10-year-old, even though I already had goals of what I wanted to do and everything, I would tell people and they didn't think I could do it. So it stopped me from making certain decisions, which I regret. And you don't want to have regret. Like, that's a big thing. You don't mm-hmm. want to have regret at all. So I would definitely tell my 10-year-old self to not listen to those negative people because they're not even in my life right now. So that was a big thing. <laughs> Yo, it's done. It's done. Wow. She had, we still have another question still, but I don't even know how to talk. I don't even know about you asking. <laughs> you, you must not have to. Wow. Right. So following that. She said they're out of my life, so we're, we're good. <laughs> following the mic drop. Jeez. <laughs> If you had your own school, Adriana's DBT school, whatever you want to name it, whatever you want to call it, what would your perfect, you know, student be? If they were applying, sending you applications, you got thousands, hundreds of applications, you didn't know how to sort through them, you know, people, you know, fighting to get into your school. What, who would you choose? How would you weed out, you know, the negative people? Um, You can have as many good grades as anybody else you can have as many degrees as everybody else or you can have as much experience as everybody else but the thing that stands out the most is like like if you were interviewing the students there's a certain mindset about what they want to do if they're driven that helps a lot more than if they're just like oh yeah i'm just doing this because i just want the money or something like that so um I mean, the degrees are good, like, knowing they have a lot more experience. Mm-hmm. Experience is, like, a really big thing to me. Like, mm-hmm. I like more experience. So even though being in PT school may take, like, up to eight years or however long you're in there for, From undergrad through, yeah, yeah, you get more experience than any other person, basically. So experience w- would be, like, the biggest thing for me, honestly. That's what I would want to see on application. I think that's a pretty doggone good answer. Adriana. <laughs> You've built up a pretty good, you know, platform and all that. Let the people know where they can find your stuff. I'm gonna let you just throw out whatever you want. (laughs) She's been waiting for this. Let me let you. I'm on all the social media platforms, all of them. You might have to repeat a few of them. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my Instagram is Adriana Zane. It's A D R Y A N A Z A N A E. So that is my Instagram, and so is my Twitter, is Adriana Zane. Um, my Facebook is just Adriana Todd, so A-D-R-Y-A-N-A-T-O-D-D. And then my YouTube is Adriana Zane as well, which you better subscribe because that's a really big thing. I Get got videos and motivation people. and stuff. Get on yeah. it. Get on it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, subscribe because I got a lot of motivation too. and everything. Shoot. My YouTube channel is like a mix of everything. It might also be about like fashion and stuff, but mostly I try to do motivation and like yeah. being healthy and everything. Yeah. That's like a big thing that I'm going to be bringing onto my YouTube channel. Yeah. So you better subscribe. So okay. She's looking for them. Yeah. And then my Snapchat is Amazing Adri. So A M A Z I N G A D R Y. And that's it. That's it. That's it. I got nothing else. Adriana, thank you so much for joining us. Mrs. Ty, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) She was like, she's like, she didn't expect to be in the podcast. (laughs) Paul, thank you for Paul as well. I loved your question. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant question. 
But for our listeners, you guys can always find us at www.preptgrind.com. We will see you next week on the next episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for. Reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, aka our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind Podcast.